0: Welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God, the Friday Finisher Edition. So it's been a busy week. It's been a a pretty eventful week, needless to say, with what's happening in Russia and the Ukraine and uh, all the various events, all of the heartache, all of the damage, the death, everything that's been happening over there um, is really very disturbing and challenging. At the same time, it's also disturbing and challenging watching our leadership um, making huge decisions and never once really even talking about God or, you know, praying or seeking wisdom or anything else like that. Instead, it's really all about their brilliant ideas and intellect. And it's always nervous, you know, makes me nervous when our leadership doesn't reach out to God, but is doing it all based on their own their powers, their wisdoms and their intellect because at the end of the day, we're just men. They're all just guys too, guys and gals. That's it. And they're not anything incredible. They sure aren't, you know, equal to God in knowledge, wisdom. And it's one of those things that I just, I I pray for them to have the wisdom and to be infused within. Maybe they're just not telling us, but let's hope that's the case. I'd also just raise a couple of thoughts about that, uh, situation too. You know, we talked in the past about God forgiving our sins and repenting and really, you know, that he's forgiven our sins from the past, the current, and then our future. And he can do that because he knows all things and he's already seen the the end, he's already seen the finish, um, of how everything works and God's in charge. He is in charge. He's allowing things to occur. He knows what's about to occur. And we need to rest in that knowledge that at the end of the day, he has the world in his hands and he is in charge and he knows how it's going to play out. So we rest in that knowledge and that accept that and allow that peace to, to really guard our hearts. Because otherwise, we're going to be very... It's very, very stressed, very concerned. It doesn't mean that we're not going to stress anyways. But still, we need to trust in him. And I know that's hard at times. I can only imagine for the people who are in Russia, who are in Ukraine, and also, say, Poland and the neighboring communities or countries. Um, there are people who listen to this in Russia and some of those, those other countries. So it's one of those things that trusting in God, having faith in him, that he's got everything in his control, that's a challenge, especially for those who are going to be there. So I just lift you up, and pray for your, for your peace, and that you can have a heart that's that is at peace and content. So this week has been beyond the the international events, just the Bible, the the verses, the chapters we've gone through. I think they've been very interesting and very good for for uh, moving forward in my in my life. I found great. Great interest, great joy in them, and I found them to be very beneficial. There were two main themes that I really took out of the the readings so far this week. One is, "What's our Egypt? What's my Egypt?" And it's like, dude, what are you really paying attention to? What are you putting your faith in? Is it a job? Like I mentioned earlier, you know, I I don't have one right now, and it's been a it's been a day or two, and. I'm sitting there, you know, counting on a job and saying, okay, that's going to be my, that's my salvation, but it's not. And I, I got, I need to stop doing that. And really the only salvation, the only thing to count on is God and trusting in him. And that's, I used to have a pastor who used to say, you you just have to trust God. And I I got really pissed off at him one day. and, And I was just like, you say, just like, it's easy just trusting is very challenging. So, I just encourage you, I encourage all of us that we need to trust in God. And what is our and think about what is our Egypt? Is it our assets? Is it our money? Is it our our toys or our relationships with people, with our family, with our friends? Are those are what we truly trust in and rely upon versus the savior? You know, the God who created the whole world. Um and that's that's where theme number one for me out of this week's readings have really has really hit home. And I, I just I appreciate it. It's caused me to, to do a lot of soul searching, praying, and thinking about about my uh, about my life. So and who I am as a person. The other theme is that God longs for us to repent. He longs for us to repent. He wants to show us his redemptive power, he wants to show us his mercy and his grace. He wants to protect us and take care of us. He wants us to be the one that we, that we trust. And then the the majesty and the, the overflowing goodness that will result will be on display. And he longs for that. He talked about it in a number of chapters. So when we think about our Egypt, why wouldn't we trust in Egypt? Or, or man in, in their own ways. And one of the keys is that the Bible says when we trust in our Egypt, we've made a lie our refuge because, bottom line, nothing will really protect us. And, you know, at the same time, other people that we rely upon and trust, they're just men. It says, you know, but Egyptians are, are men, not God. Their horses are flesh and not spirit. So, when you're looking at that, why would we trust in something that's, a theor- that's, that's um, physical and is not able to really take care of us on all the levels, which are both physical and spiritual? It goes, the Bible goes on to say, when the Lord stretches out his hand, he who helps, he who helps will stumble. He who is helped will fall. Both will perish together. That means Egypt, and the person relying upon Egypt will stumble and fall if they're not walking with God. If God wants to, you know, put extend his hand, then they're going to they're going to stumble and perish. So really at the end of the day the only strength is is in God, nowhere else. So at the same time, God is the Potter. We, we read about that He's the Potter. So then He actually really does know know His people, and our rest and salvation is in is in re- in uh, repentance. God and God longs to be gracious to us. So we read that throughout various chapters, and when I'm reading through um, chapter thirty, because I told you I I really enjoy that one. Um, what some of the verses you know, where it's 30 and it's chapter uh, chapter 30, verse 15. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. Then down in 18, yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. How gracious will he be when you cry for help? As soon as he hears, he will answer you. God's waiting for us to repent. And what's interesting is, you know, we read about God taking care of and rescuing the Israelites quite often. And then they would, f- you know, stumble back and fall back into their old ways and then start looking at Egypt. And one of the things that it reminds me about is so often in Romans 7:21 uh, and Romans 7.21 says, So I find this, this law at work. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within my members. It's so true. When I want to do right, I then have this war inside of me. And it's really a war with it within myself, and that can only be won when I turn to God. I don't even have to turn to him with any brilliance. I can just say, "God, I can't even pray." I told you that you know at the beginning of this adventure. I didn't even know how to pray, and I'd been someone who prayed all my life when I first started this. I was lost but if you read then into romans um Eight and basically starting in verse 31 it says if God is for us who can be against us he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for all for us all how will he not also along with him graciously give you or give us all things so I understand how the Israelites keep failing they keep going backwards and they go back to the the old things and the only way that I can stop doing that because I I have done it most of my life is to rely on God because with him as a, you know for me and leading my life and guiding me then who can be against me and that applies to me that applies to myself too how can I stand against God and so if my heart's desire or my intellectual desire is to be like God, but my body is waging its war, then if I'm trusting in God, who, who can, how can I stand up against against him? He will protect me, he will move me forward. And that's what this journey's about, is coming to grips with my weakness and then God's strength. And in his, his, my, in my weakness is his strength, and it's displayed for all to see. People who know me definitely know my, my strengths and weaknesses. They would say there's a lot more of the weaknesses than there than there are of the strengths. And I'm okay with that because the only way I can really succeed is with God's help. So this week, again, was very interesting. It was, it was a good week so far um, in the reading and the learning process. I won't say it was good for what's happened internationally, but in terms of growing closer to God to gaining more understanding, I feel like it was a good week and um, great successes. It's it's awesome to know that God longs for us to repent and that as soon as we do, as soon as he hears our prayers, he comes and he longs for that moment. And then at the same time, what is, what is it we're counting on? What do we rely on that isn't God? What is our Egypt? Those have been some of the big questions and learnings for me this week. I hope you've enjoyed them. I hope you've been challenged this week. I hope that you've been. I pray that you've grown closer and that you've gained some insights. And I just pray that you would continue to, to walk this journey with me and that you would become closer and closer to God each and every day. That your lives would be full of blessings. That you would feel His presence. You would hear His voice throughout the day that you would know which way to turn because he's te- he's telling you, he's guiding you, he's helping and assisting. I just pray for you to have the peace of the living God in your heart. So with that, I'll say a quick prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this day and for this week. Thank you for the lessons learned and the opportunities to, to learn them. I thank you for all the people around the world who are listening and for ability to reach out to them. I pray that it would be you speaking and not me because my words are useless. It's your spirit that matters. And I just pray that you would be honored and glorified by all that we do. That you would reach out and you would help people. That you would take care of them and you'd open their eyes. And that repentance would really be part of their growth. And that people would see your love. That they would experience your miracles. That you would be the one who provides for them. And that when we trust in you that we have the rest and the peace. Father God, thank you so much for all that you've done, and it's in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, and have a wonderful rest of your day.